Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Your hosts, Tom and Julie, talk about gardening, homesteading, and connecting with the land at their 10-acre farm in Wisconsin's Driftless Area. It's time to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day on the Small Scale Life Podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Skill Life Podcast. I'm your host, the wandering gardener, Tom. Hey, everybody, how you doing? It is a gorgeous day here in the Driftless area. It is the end of August, start of September. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're here, but we are. And it's time for my farm journal update. It really is. Things have been happening on the farm, and we have been busy. It's been just a slam bam. Thank you, ma'am. August. I, you know, I traveled a lot in July. I was in Iowa. I was in Nebraska. Well, I was in Nebraska. I was in Iowa. I was in Chicago and I was in Michigan. And after that, I just needed to be home for a while. So <laughs> I spent a lot of time at home in August, uh, doing local travel, local inspections and things. And, and we got a lot accomplished. There's been a lot happening. Uh, and this is what it's all about. So change is definitely in the air i see a few trees here and there they're just getting a little bit of yellow in their leaves just a bit uh the sumac is already starting to change it's like one of the first things to change um so up towards plum city it's all orange and yellow and reddish it's it's really something to see that on the side of the road it's a reminder that hey winter is coming (laughs) fall is coming winter is coming so be ready for it and uh that's a good that's a good thing to think about because i gotta get uh our truck in for some servicing get that ready for plowing season where it's going to be right around the corner and uh gotta get frank the tank ready to plow he's going to be a very busy boy i think this year we could get a lot of snow you just never know i mean look at the almanac but you just never know and there's always those big snowstorms that just catch you by surprise and and the truck's got to have good functioning four-wheel drive or it is like asking a poor one-armed person to shovel and that's really hard to do so we ran into that a bit last year and I don't want to repeat that again so it is harvest season there's a lot happening in the orchard there's a little bit happening in the grow lab garden uh we can talk about that um it's just it's it's been sweet corn season a lot happening there so um it's just been gorgeous out man today was just gorgeous i was down river uh up in the driftless and man just a beautiful day i have noticed uh the nights are getting cool i've even broken out the uh the sweatshirt a couple times and uh that seems to be a bit early but uh we don't have that heat that heat island going on that heat island effect out here it's get kind of cold at night so yeah things are in changes in the air definitely we do have kind of a countdown going we've been watching our little feathered friends and uh, the eagles have been very active today i saw six today Uh, we also are watching our hummingbirds and our orioles the orioles are probably the first to leave they'll be heading out soon heading down starting their migrant uh, their migratory patterns hummingbirds will be hot on their tail um, and heading out as well so these are the things that we look for Um, we don't want our our lovely feathered friends to leave we want them to stay with us but you know they've got to do their thing too they have their own uh, they have their own agenda they have their own 
that that internal clock that tells them, hey, it's time to leave because it's going to get cold soon, and they have a long journey. So they've been hammering, hammering our feeders. And uh, this morning I came out, uh, came downstairs, and we had five Orioles in two feeders. There were two males and a female in our milk can feeder, and then there were two females in in the other feeder. So pretty cool to see that many Orioles, and I'm really hoping they come back next year. Um, it's just been a joy to watch them all summer long and they've just they've been just we had to we had to feed a lot of grape jelly to those guys so i'm gonna make a bunch which which brings us right into what's getting ripe what's what is it's harvest season so what's going on we've had apples already we've had apples get ripe and we picked some made some great applesauce it is so easy to do cut apples up put them in a big roaster we had a five-gallon bucket of, of good apples, so we cut them up, put them in my roaster, added some water and some uh, some cinnamon, some I think a little bit of sugar too, if I remember right, and just cooked them down, and oh, really tasty. And the best thing is, I've got three more trees that are that are uh, that are getting um, that the apples are getting ripe. So I'm excited about that. You know, last year it was kind of a drought year. And uh, we didn't get many apples at all. So this has been a great treat to get a bunch of apples. And we're going to have to work hard to put, to put up some more as these, get, as these other three trees get ripe. You know, there's another thing that, got, that, that was a surprise in our, in our orchard. I have a couple scraggly trees. And I'm like, what are these? And uh, I have to get my notes here just because... I've never heard of this before. So we have, I thought they were plums, but they are not. They're called picotums. And it's a peach apricot plum variety. It's, it's this really weird hybrid, um, peach apricot plum, and they were delicious. They were awesome. And I'm so excited that I've got those. I just, I never knew that we had anything like that. So I'm really excited to have those in the garden or in the orchard. You know, this tree was pretty small, so it's not like we had we got a ton, but we had enough, and and uh, we really enjoyed them. I actually have to go look at that tree and see if more are are, are ripe. Um, what else is uh, ripening up right now? Grapes, wild grapes are going bananas. So I've got to get out there. I've got some big grapevines that I can harvest grapes wild grapes and uh, I'll have to turn that into grape jelly ties back into feeding those Orioles is to make homemade jelly and have a big store of that for next year because man those little guys eat a lot of jelly so if I have my own that if I, if I can make my own that they'll love I'm all for it Oops, bumping around here on this road so sorry about that everybody um, what else have we been Enjoying Well, it's sweet corn season. A lot of places have sweet corn around here, and it has been really good. We had some really good stuff out of central Wisconsin. My brother came through last week and brought some from a little stand in Plover, Wisconsin. And, man, was it great. But we've had some great local sweet corn as well. Just been enjoying sweet corn this season. Man, it seemed like last year with the move and everything else, by the time we were ready, it was like, oh, it's all done. Because we were... Last year, we were in the middle of a move. We were getting everything packed up, and we were spending weekends out here at the farm, and 
and, and trying to get our arms around what the heck was going on. And we were moving stuff off Eagles Ridge. We were moving stuff uh, from the storage lockers. We were moving stuff from... Um, Oh, there's that eagle again. So there's number seven eagle right here. It's a younger one. He's got some splotchy coloring. Huh. Cool. He's circling back around. There's some roadkill over here that he's going to go get. Sorry about that. It's a squirrel moment. But it's always cool to see our eagle friends. And uh, I saw one there this morning, a more mature one. This one was a little younger. He had, usually when they turn five, they get their full, you know, the white head and the, and the gray, brownish body and everything. They get their mature colors, but this one was probably getting there, but still had some splotchy, splotchy colors on his back. So very interesting. Anyway, um, so yeah, last year was just crazy. So, uh, this year we've been enjoying the sweet corn. I did make some corn relish. It's been the first time in a couple years that I've made corn relish. It was the first time that I've made and canned something here at Driftless Soaks Farm. So very cool. Um, you know, there's some things I learned in the process so if you're you're getting stuff out to can for the first time of the season make sure you do a couple things don't do what I did I kind of jumped right into it so make sure you get all your materials lined up before you start so that means your cans your lids your bands all your tools you know your tongs and your your funnels all that kind of stuff get all of that lined up get it sanitized get it going because it takes time and you you know, you're usually so focused on making the salsa or the corn relish or the cowboy candy or, or pickling the peppers or whatever you're doing that you're just so focused on that. Then you come around and go, oh, shoot, I should have started sanitizing that stuff. Now I've got to wait as the dishwasher is sanitizing it or, or, or I'm boiling the water so the water bath can work. You know, all that stuff. That's where I ran into some trouble with my cowboy candy relish and even the the uh, corn relish it was like okay hurry up and wait because I got to get the water to boil in the water the water bath canner so it's just get everything set get it all staged up get ready and then go <laughs> so so yes number one get everything ready number two start that water boiling number three sanitize everything really well clean it sanitize it uh, you don't want any yuckies to show up in your canned food. Nobody wants that. So make sure you get everything clean and sanitized and ready to roll. And then have fun. That's the biggest thing is have some fun. I really do enjoy canning. We'll see how the cowboy candy relish turned out. So I instead of just plain old cowboy candy, I ran it through the food processor a little bit before I canned it. Just to make it more like a little bit of a relish. And we'll see how that turned out. I almost feel like my first go around with it making this recipe I almost feel like it maybe cooked a little too long because you got to cook it a little bit and then you got to get it in the can and then and then you water bath can it and I just feel like maybe it got a little too cooked we'll see we'll see what else are we doing we've got some tomatoes in the garden I've got potatoes growing right now comfrey's coming along nicely rhubarb it's going to be a three-year stint with that so once you plant rhubarb for the first time you got to wait three years because the stuff has to mature and, uh, you know, it doesn't help when it gets hit by a lawnmower, but that's a different story. But <laughs> the rhubarb's doing fine. The potatoes are looking really good. I'm really excited about the potatoes. I did trim off, and I had a video on TikTok about this, pruning off all the flowers. You want to force that energy down into the tubers, not into the flowers. So make sure you do that if you're still growing some potatoes. 
they are still growing well and rocking right along, so I'm not going to mess with them. Just let them grow. When they start to fall over, when the, the, the plants start to fall over and get brown, that's the time you harvest. You could harvest, I could harvest some now to get some more new potatoes type situation, even baby potatoes, but I want these things to grow and mature a little bit more. So those are doing great. Tomatoes in the wicking beds. So I took um, some 55 gallon drums, cut them in half, and made wicking beds out of them. So it's like a, a 25 gallon tub essentially uh, with drain tile in the bottom and those and put tomatoes in there. The tomatoes, the problem I had was I had the tomato plants in the shade for a lot of the summer. So now they're catching up, but I don't know, they're heirlooms. So they're not gonna be putting out a lot, I don't think before the end of the season. But I have pulled some alpaca aroma, San Marzano and Amish paste off. I have gotten some tomatoes. So that's been, that's been great. I do have peppers going. I've got green bell peppers, uh, jalapenos, banana peppers, and some sweet peppers. And those have been doing great. Really excited about that. They're in root pouches in kind of a, um, oh my gosh, there's a skunk. A skunk on the side of the road. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's amazing what you see today. Wow, we saw a, and it was starting to run too. They kind of run like a, kind of go ba-dunk, 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 you know, they kind of, they're kind of funny how they run. But yeah, that was a skunk. Huh. Go figure. Eagle and skunk. Hmm. Anywho, uh, <laughs> peppers have been great, uh, doing really well, and uh, they're kind of in a hybrid, um, real hybrid rain gutter grow system so I've got some again 55 gallon plastic food grade tubs cut horizontally so it's they're cut in half long wise and the root pouches are in there and uh, I will be building a hybrid rain gutter grow system for the peppers in the 2023 season so I'll have a video on how I um, how I do that so yeah lots going on Let's see, what else is growing? Um, talked about sweet corn. I'm not growing any sweet corn. I won't grow any sweet corn. I'll let other people grow that. That's just a decision I made a long time ago. Sweet corn takes a lot of nutrients out of the soil and uh, I'll just outsource that to other folks and I will enjoy their sweet corn all together. So, okay, on to projects. What have we been working on? Why hasn't there been any podcast episodes? Well, we've been busy, busy, busy. So, um, we have a long to-do list. Jules and I sat down the other night and created a long to-do list and prioritized it, and there's a lot on the list, so we're gonna get after it. We wanna accomplish a lot before the snow flies. Um, there's just some things that need to get done, uh, and we're making good progress. It's just one step at a time. That's how you eat an elephant. Jay and I talked about that in episode 209, where we talked about big projects and taking it little bits at a time. So we're doing the same thing with this to-do list. But Operation WW has been ongoing. Jules did a great job weeding and has really knocked back the weeds. Um, we're gonna, we're, we shifted. So I originally was gonna have my garden up front where the circular gardens were right in front of the house, but now it's all going over to, um, to where the where the asparagus lives and the comfrey and the rhubarb. So all the gardening stuff is gonna be all there. In that front area, we're just gonna grass it. We made a nice pollinator garden up there with some coneflowers and some other things, milkweed. 
but we're just going to grass that area and we're going to have a lot more grass up in the front and so we've got we're taking down a brick wall it's not really a it's like bricks leaning up that makes a little retaining wall around the planter stuff so we're going to take those out and then do some regrading and grass seed is coming soon really soon so this is almost grass growing season so we need to get moving on getting this grass growing and uh, some of the old flower beds I've got to remove a bunch of rock in there and uh, then we can seed that as well fill in some of the old ponds that are no longer serviceable functioning and get those going so what else so I'm, I am excited about locating the garden I will be putting up a fence around that we do have our little four-leg friends that do like to come through we had we had a couple fawns rolling through and you know I'm sure they're gonna start testing and sampling the smorgasbord that we put out for them so we're gonna have to have a secure more secure more security <laughs> more security around the garden because eventually our little friends are going to get hungry and go feasting on our stuff um let's see what else yeah so we've uh we had where our you know we're starting to think systems about systems and making things easier things that make sense and make things easier for us so one of those things was just simple stuff these are simple projects you can bang out quick one of them was uh, moving our hummingbird and oriole feeder they were on a, a pole like a four by four post and we moved that into the the backyard pollinator garden and it just looks so cool there there's so much we can do with that now that it was just like uh, there's this post and it's cool because I'm watching birds but now it's part of the garden it's part of that and you can put different things on it you could put lights on it you could do all kinds of things because there's an outlet right there right so we can do all kinds of things with it and get really creative and make it make it really shine more than just a post with just some feeders so that we're pretty excited about that um, and it's, it was a really quick project and we moved some plants around and stuff too to just work with uh, work with that pole and kind of reorganize things a little bit there too so that's exciting um, yeah and you know we've got uh, we're gonna start to move wood piles around and get things really set the way we need them um, right now that fence that was along our white shed in the back it created a pinch point for plowing and taking the wood pile out of there and getting it down the hill with the rest of the wood is really going to make life easier for plowing and mowing to be honest with you and uh, can also attack I've got a video on the poop mountains that we've got from the uh, Icelandic sheep so there's a poop mountain right there that I'm going to be moving and removing and uh, using in the garden the wicking beds next year but it's got to move out of the way so yeah just a lot of stuff going on um, the other area that we're focusing on again it will be seeding part of the the south side of the house where some of these old gardens are being ripped out flower gardens and then we're gonna rock put in rock where we um, where we had an old deck on the right up to the south side of the house we're gonna put in rock there and make things drain a whole lot better so I started that project uh, this weekend so yeah always something happening at the farm for sure absolutely so um, 
at the same time, we've had a lot of visitors to the farm. We've had family and friends. We've had some family engagements. Oh, man. In fact, my brother and and his family are coming out today. Um, My niece is going to college just up the road at River Falls. We're excited about that. She's going to be really close to us and hopefully at the farm a lot. So it's exciting. It's very good. It's going to be awesome. And um, it's just been ongoing. Since all July we had, uh, or all August, we had people coming out. Even the end of July, we had people coming out and staying overnight, bringing their campers, bringing their RVs, staying overnight. It's, it's been great. It's been very fun. does slow down the projects getting done because you're kind of in entertainment mode than more than project mode, but that's okay. We enjoy it. That's what it's all about is having people out. We just need to have the right facilities to gather in the winter. And that's going to be the subject of future projects. So we talked about projects, what's coming up, all that good stuff. Uh, on the podcast, we've got some things coming. Um, obviously, check out the, the episode with Mr. Tactical Jay. Finish that up back to the land there's some really good thoughts and ideas in there really enjoyed that conversation with him um what else are we doing we've got some stuff on the laura ingles wilder um laura ingles wilder place in lake pepin we're going to talk about that we've got um an intro to wicking bed gardens we're going to talk about the 2022 garden season kind of did a little bit here already so maybe we won't do that we Jules and I stayed in a tiny house and we'll talk about that a little bit we'll, we talk we'll talk about the Kinstone circle that was pretty cool it's a little woo-woo stuff for for those who are kind of interested in that and then uh yeah we'll see where else the river takes us we've got some other things on the on deck quiet quitting is a topic that I want to talk about because it's kind of what happened to me what I did and didn't even have a name for it but there's a lot coming up stay tuned it's going to be fun uh we're back in black and back on the mic so stay tuned we've got more coming so this is tom from small scale life remember to learn do grow be a little better every day we'll talk to you real soon everybody see ya bye in closing from the north to the south from the east to the west and everywhere in between may the gods spirits and folk be blessed at this place may we heal the land and protect the soil animals and plants May we live in strength and love, leading the way as we learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll be back with another show. In the meantime, stay safe and take care, everybody. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. From the land of sky blue waters. Waters. Small Scale Life is podcasting. Small Scale Life is podcasting. (laughs) Small Scale Life. Intro right there. Oh, God, please no. Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to happen. I sound like a dumbass all the time, so. Yes. Yes.